beautiful. Welcome to Sell Like a Woman, the podcast, the place to be to learn how to get anything you want, whether it's more money, more customers, or even to get your kiddo to go to bed on time or your spouse to help with the laundry. I'm your host, Kendrick Shope, and welcome to Sell Like a Woman, the podcast. I am so excited to kick off this this week, this month with Catherine Rose. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So Catherine has an idea that I'm going to confess I had as well several years ago, but there were just too many moving pieces for my brain to kind of wrangle in. And so I'm super excited to talk about talk to Catherine about her latest project, as well as her past projects. She's got like everybody here on Boss Lady Monday. She's got a fantastic uh, uh, entrepreneurial past. She's worked on Wall Street. She's seen things that some of us have only seen about and heard about in the movies. So Catherine, welcome, welcome, welcome. And we're going to jump right in. So sure. one of the things you told me about before we, before we hit record and started streaming live was about uh, an upcoming project you have called Wise Her, correct? Correct. Wise Her. Mm-hmm. Wise Her. W-I-S-E-H-E-R. Correct. Yes. Right. So tell everybody a little bit about what Wise Her is and is going to be. Wise Her is a technology platform that provides on-demand advice for women in business, career, and life. And the reason we started it was because, you know, my background after the Wall Street meltdown when I was on Wall Street, I had to reinvent myself and start a new career. I often call myself an accidental entrepreneur. I had no idea that I was ever going to even be an entrepreneur, right? Because I had been in financial services for 15 years. And so um, it wasn't even something that I was even thinking about. But like a lot of women, it ends up by circumstance, right? That we end up as, uh, as entrepreneurs. So one of the challenges I had was in that reinvention, I didn't, I didn't know anyone to kind of talk to about being an entrepreneur or building a business and things like that. So I had to really look through and and, and start building a network and finding people. And, you know, it hasn't gotten any better for women over the years. We've, we've have a lot going on, right? We have kids, aging parents, even if it's fur babies, whatever it is, the, uh, the, all the information about the running of the household falls on women. So we don't have a ton of time to go out there and really do a lot of networking and find the right people. So WiseHer provides users with access to what I call bona fide experts. So these are curated experts. So we hand select them or I have people that I know and trust and have worked with for years that are finding them as well. So you can't just show up and be an expert. Um, and you're able to then uh, place a call, you know, work with an expert one-on-one to get your questions answered, whatever it is. So I don't know about you, but me, I just want to talk to someone. I don't want to take a six-week course or read a 1,500-word dissertation. I just want someone to talk to to tell me, this is, you know, this is what you could do. This is how you can do it, and then I can move on with my life. So yeah, that's what Kind of like advice on demand, right? Or it like is. on Netflix, yes. choose your menu and exactly and what. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of pitch this back to you just to make sure I understood it. So it is it covers pretty much all areas: life, business, 
health? Does it cover health as well? It does. It covers health really more under the um, auspices of like, you know, your work life integration and elder care, anything that will, that will move you faster, farther, you know, along in your business or your career. So peak, we call it peak performance under health would be peak Uh, Okay, great. So let's say that I am about to go out and pitch some idea to an investor. Right. I might be able to come to Wise Her and sort of look through the, the the menu or whatever and find someone who can you need who you can talk to who can say you need to have these four things in your pitch to your investor, an expert, a bona fide certifiable expert. Exactly. Understanding that correctly? Yes, exactly. So you would come to the you would come to the site, and we have overarching categories like tech startups or um, or business strategy, and then you could search for someone who is specializes in pitching to investors. And That's awesome. You can set up a call with them. You can even send them your pitch deck in advance, and they can you know review it. So when you get on the call, you're maximizing your time. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. So tell us about you. You talked a little bit about. Um, post Wall Street, post the post the the mortgage meltdown, and you you created this this lane for you in the entrepreneurial space in this world for you. But talk a little bit about why it's so important. You you hinted at this, but I think it's important to to talk to a little bit bit more about about why women, why wise her, why is it that um. Uh, women are so in need of, of, of this advice. Is it, is it just because of the time crunch that we all have? And so it's really hard for us to consume all that information or what do you think? I, I think that's a large, very large part of it, Kendrick. And, and, and the, the biggest piece though is, well, there's several pieces. So the access of, of, you know, we look up in our companies or look around us and, and we don't really see a lot of women um, that we can, we can tap into. And we do communicate differently. You know, if I go to my husband and I ask him a question, he'll say, well, you should just do this. And that's, that's pretty much it. And, <laughs> and I want to talk about it. I want to really kind of just, just get feedback and, and really, and really discuss it. It's just a different way of communicating. Then the second challenge we have is uh, this imposter syndrome, right? Either the real or perceived lack of education holds women back. How many times I'm sure you as, as, a, as a top um, consultant and strategist and everything in sales, I'm sure you hear all the time, oh, if I only knew more or I need a certification or um, we go to apply for a job and it says you need 10 years experience and we go, I only have nine years, 11 months and 29 <laughs> days. <laughs> so I'm not applying for that job. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, you know, those, so those are, those are two reasons. The third is what I call cognitive load, which I have referred to a little bit um, with you, the cognitive load of, um, you know, what's in your head right now, right? What's in my head is my son's about to get off the bus and the dog needs the nails clipped and my mom's unfortunately paraplegic. So she has some needs and, you know, everybody has needs, right? So we, we don't necessarily have the, the same ability to, um, to work 24 seven. Like it just doesn't, you know, happen. And then the fourth challenge we have is funding. So um, only 3% of the businesses get funding. And um, we, so as, as part of our business model, a percentage of the money that we make every year will go back into funding women in their, in their pursuits, either business or career. Yeah. What a, what a great way to give back to the, to the community as well. I think that it, I think that this can be an, a real epidemic, could potentially be an epidemic and, and, and it may be just for women. Certainly I can see that, but I can remember when I 
when I started my, my business six years ago, seven years ago, I kept thinking, I just need to learn X. Right. And then when I learned X, I needed to learn Y. And when yeah. I need to learn Y, then I need to learn A and B. And it was, and, and, and I'm a learner by, it's one of my top five Buckingham strengths, if you will. And so I, I just wanted to consume, consume, consume. And I, I guess it was a little bit of that imposter syndrome. Like I'm not comfortable enough putting myself out there until I have all of these pieces of information. So it certainly makes six sense. One of the things I love about this model that you have is I feel like for me, there's so much information it's hard to know where to go. Right. It's hard to know if people are as legit as they profess to be. Yeah. And so this sort of takes care of a lot of the, saves you time, takes care of a lot of the legwork for you. You know, you, you, you vet the people. Is that accurate? Yes, we absolutely do. So, you know, I've been around the internet marketing space for almost 10 years now. And I know as, a, as an expert yourself, I'm sure you see a lot of these, you know, make, make six figures in six months. I did it. You know what? That's not true. I'm sorry. It's not true. And um, it takes a lot of, it, you know, m maybe it is for some people, but it takes a lot of work to, to do that. And, you know, making six figures, how much did you actually make out of that? Right. Yeah. So I, I hear that a lot of times. Oh, you know, I'm a seven figure business. Really? Well, then, you know, how, how come, you know, you maybe only made 50,000 at the end of the day. Right. So it's, it's a, it's a really, it's a hard thing to kind of cull through the, those folks online and know who's, who's real and who's not. Yeah. And so I think for, that was a challenge for me as well. And, um, and then there are people who really do make six figures and seven figures. And, you know, so you want to be able to tap into those, to those people. Um, and it, I think that that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I wanted to make sure that whoever we have in our network are people that I, I've uh, resonate with values wise that are um, legitimate experts in what that they in what they do and they really have the desire to help and they want to um, give back too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's the biggest challenge for you as you put something together like this? What's been the hardest part or what surprised you? Maybe those are two different questions. <laughs> Well, there, there are a number of challenges because when you're building a technology platform, it's not coming out of your own brain, right? So when you're a sales consultant or a marketing consultant, I would sit in the room and I can go through and talk to them about the specific sales strategy or marketing strategy. And that's one thing. But when, um, you know, I, I did, I mentioned to you before we started the, the program that I, I did teach myself enough code to be dangerous yeah. because there are a lot of free coding classes out there that you can take. And I recommend that everybody try it at least, you know? Know, just 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 learn a little bit because technology touches every single part of our lives period right it's just the way it is so I think that um, be having to give up control is a, a challenge because you're relying on other people a significant amount when you don't when I can't code the entire thing myself right so I think that would be it also as a, as a single founder it's a little bit challenging because I am a huge collaborator so I'm very fortunate that I'm able to tap into these experts that I'm even talking to you about, right? Putting on the network so I can really tap into those, to those uh, people and their expertise to, um, you know, kind of supplement some of the things that I don't do well. I mean, not everybody does everything well. So I think to answer both of those questions, you know, the biggest challenge, and I think a lot of women go through this too, is really giving up that control when you have yep. to hire people and work with people yep. and to, you, you feel isolated. Yep. Right. You're, you're kind of in it by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think that 
especially for people who are used to uh, or who come from a corporate world where they went into an office every day, the isolation, I feel like, and I, I, not to be a, a pessimist, but the isolation gets worse. You know, in the beginning, it's, it's kind of nice to, to go into your office that may be off of your house or close to your house and your staff be virtual. And there are a lot of benefits to that. But, but if you're an extrovert or you're used to having a team of people, the isolation is, is, a, is the real deal. <laughs> It is. And, but you know, the great thing now, Kendrick, too, I don't know if you, you have them where you are, but the, the proliferation of co-working space. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. You know, back in the day, it was the only place you could really go was one of those Regis centers or whatever. And yep. It was really, really expensive. And now, yep. you know, for a couple, maybe 20 bucks or a hundred bucks a month, depending on how much you want to use it, you can, you can have a desk and you can go in and, and I yep. do, I have a co I, I have an office in my house. I've been working remotely for like 15 years, so I'm, I'm pretty used to it, but I have an office in my house, but I also got myself a spot at, a co at the co-working space because of that reason. Yeah. You know, yep. and you get to tap into the other um, folks, you know, that, that they have some of the similar challenges. There's yep. men there too, right? We all have to be in this together. We so, do. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my customers did that a couple of years ago it was the first time I really saw that. And it was, it was such a, it was, um, it, it was, it hadn't yet made its way to where I, where I live. And it was, I was so intrigued by it. It's such a great option for people like us. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. So let's, let's say that we've got people watching or listening and they're like, okay, this is a really cool idea and I have an idea not not a competing idea but I have an idea that I want to create my own techno technological platform to help people with I'm making this up but follow-up <laughs> communication right I want to I want to automate that I want to build that out I know no code or maybe just enough code to be dangerous not even quite dangerous just enough yeah. code to be deadly where would they start? I mean, what you've undertaken is massive and it's so impressive. Where would somebody start with this ginormous idea? Well, I would say that the first thing you need to do is learn the development process. You need to learn the language of development. And it's, you know, I tell people sometimes it's like you bring your car into the mechanic and you say, you know, there's a clunk in the engine or you bring yes. your car to the mechanic and say, I think that it's the alternator, right? And they're like, Ooh, she knows what an alternator is. Yes. So it's just be, because, you know, developers have li certain limitations. They're really good at, maybe they're really just good at coding, but they're not going to know how to design your site for the user mm -hmm. experience. That's mm -hmm. why they're so, um, just like with doctors, right? They have all these different specialties. Same thing with developers. You have the, you know, the user experience people, and then you have the actual coders who, who make it happen behind the scenes. And then there's the back end developers in front. I mean, so you have all these different pieces and parts to put together. So, the, there are a number of books out there. I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but I can follow up with you um, that are, and I actually found out about, I, I, I travel a lot, right? So I sit, any person I sit next to on a plane, I always chat them up because that's just who I am anyway. But um, this one gentleman, he gave me the name of this book. And so I, I went and I immediately downloaded it and I read it. And, and it was just really a good way to understand how does develop, the development process work? Awesome. And yeah. And so I think that that would be the number one thing because a lot of us think that, you know, it's maybe in some ways like working with a graphic designer, right? But it's, but it's not. The design goes around the code. Yep. So I always talk about it too. So I, I did this major renovation of my house a few years ago and, um, you know, the, it was, 
as you know, renovations are not a good time probably, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but at the end, what happened was the kitchen cabinets went in and I said, oh, well, where are the, where are the drawer pulls or the door handles? And like, oh, you have to, you have to pick them. I'm like, what, what, they didn't come with drawer handles? So all of these things, right? And it came down to the door hardware. Like, yeah, that's know. a good analogy. So it, that's the kind of thing. You can have the best code in the world, but if there's no drawer handle to pull it open and give people a way to get in, and the developers you hire are not necessarily going to have all of those skills. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned too. You know, I used to just think you hired a designer, a website designer or a graphic designer, whatever that is. And it all just sort of took care of itself. Mm -mm, no, there's so many moving pieces just within that process. You know, it's, it's kind of mind blowing to me. So that's a, that's a great, a great suggestion. So let's say, let's, let's flip the switch and say somebody here is watching and they're like, okay, look, I need help in X, whatever X is. And I need, I don't have the time to, to, to do the legwork. I want to come to wise her and figure out who to hire. What would, how would they get started? Tell us when, when wise her is, is, is launching, when people are going to have access to it, that sort of thing. Well, we're going into beta next week to just um, what I what I like to talk. Well, it's not really even a beta. It's 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 the beginning process where um, we're going to have friendlies come in and just break it, like schedule yep. calls and do all these things. Make sure the emails and everything's firing right. And then over the summer, we'll be going into more of a beta phase where um, you know it's 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 functional and we feel comfortable with the way it is. And then we'll slowly start getting you know folks in. And then um, in September we'll do the we'll do the big launch. But I already, I have so much interest in it. It's funny, the experts who I've invited to be in it, they're saying to me, I can't wait to use it, and I'm like, me either. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. And then if we've got people watching, because I know that we do, who think, all right, you know what? I'm a bona fide certified expert. I know my stuff. I need to be a part of this platform. What's the best way for them to reach out to you? I realize you have to vet them and all of that, but what's the best way to get on your radar? Well, they can, they can just email me directly, Catherine at wiseher.com, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at wiseher.com. If they're interested in just, you know, send me their information, their LinkedIn contact um, information, and I can, I can go ahead and take a look at it. I mean, I think the thing for us is that we really, we, it's hard to tell someone if they're not an expert. And, and, a, and a lot of women are, are maybe even uncomfortable owning the word expert, right? Yes. Because, but yes. I, I have 25 years of sales and marketing experience. You yep. know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I have a pretty good expertise in it, right? So yep. I'm going to own that. And um, so it doesn't mean that if you haven't been an entrepreneur forever, that you're not an expert. You know, maybe there's something um, in, in the entrepreneurial realm that you are an expert in. Like maybe it's finance or getting investors or whatever yep. Um, and on the career side, I am on the Advancing Women in Technology Council. And that's one of the reasons I put career in there is because one of the biggest challenges in the tech industry is not, not only getting women into tech, but keeping them there. So if you want your resume reviewed or you just want to talk to somebody about what's it like to be an engineer or a coder or in, in technology sales and marketing, you know, they have an opportunity to, to, to step up as well. So um, why is that? Well, I've heard that before, that one of the biggest challenges is getting women into tech fields and then keeping them there. What, what, what do you think the reason for that is? Well, there's several reasons. One, by, by the time and this comes from techgirls.org. They're, they're an amazing organization that really focuses on middle school girls. Mm -hmm. By the time statistics show, by the time middle school rolls around, girls are very much into traditional 
female no. occupations. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're almost, you know, steered that way. Right. And then, um, and then as, as we get to a point where we start having families and kids, it, you know, we leave and we don't come back. And a lot of that has to do with the, 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 you know, the old school, um, male mentalities that are around us. Um, I've known uh, several women who, you know, they were the only female on their team time and it just it just got to be too much it's changing so I just spoke at the women in tech summit in Philadelphia and there were 200 women um, just one day the 500 total but 200 women in one day and they were all like coders wow. and engineers yeah. and um, and the companies are making a very a concerted effort to not only hire good talent well, like I talked about that you know that yeah. nine years yeah. and 11 months um, that's one of the things we're pushing for as advancing women in technology and some of these others is to remove those sorts of requirements. Hire for culture. You can train for skills, like those okay. kinds of things. Um, so, and that's why with Wise Her, we give a, when we give the portion back, it's not just for businesses, but let's say you want to take a coding class mm -hmm. and you're a marketing person in a small company and they won't pay for it because it doesn't really have anything to do with your job. So you can apply to us and we'll, you know, and we'll, and we'll send you to it, you know? So we want, really we want great. to give opportunities um, for everyone because there are certain professions that you have to be certified in. Sure. You know? I know. Absolutely. So, so you have to, you have to be able to, um, you know, get those services when you need them. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. If you were going to give uh, our audience, this is kind of a, a, a cliche type question, but our audience is full of entrepreneurs, mainly female, 90 to 95% female. One piece of advice about starting your own thing. So we talked a little bit about if you want to get in the tech world or if you want to, but just starting your own thing, what would that be? I would say to, to really think through, I have a, I have a course called say, uh, solo to CEO. So in the solo to CEO course, it really talks about the idea that how you need to think about and set things up. The idea that you have is just a small portion of what it takes to set up a successful business. And we have 11.6 million women owned businesses in this country and 80 plus percent are small businesses. And when I say small business, I mean two employees or less. Mm -hmm. You know, in the tech world, in the, in, the, in the enterprise space, we say SMB, small businesses, it's 500 employees, right? Yep. Not with women, it's two yep. employees or less. And, and, and the reason for that is a lot of the reason I started Wise Her, but it's also because we're not really thinking big. You know, you want to build, if you're going to do something, you want to build a scalable business because it can't always fall on your own shoulders all the time. No. It's no. too much. So, so really think through what the idea is, but again, that's only a portion of it. The rest of it goes around, like get your legal, you know, self together, get your accountant and your bookkeepers. Um, if you want to hire people, how are you going to hire them? You know, there's so many options today with freelancers and things like that, but really think through what, what's the objective you're trying to reach and how can you get there? Yeah. I think that, you know, some of those things that I see a lot of people push aside and they'll think I'll do when I'll do later. I'll do after this. I'll do that. that those things can end up coming back to bite you in the rear because they end up cost somehow, some way there's always some sort of money involved there. Either it's taxes you didn't pay or mistakes you made or it just getting everything set up the right way. So yeah. that, you know, and we used to say with Hallie Anna, my daughter, 
let's set her up to succeed. You know, let's don't keep her up till midnight because, yeah. and, and then even when she, not that we would, but even when she was a baby, let's don't keep her up past her bedtime because that yeah. doesn't set her up to succeed the next day. And so I think that the sexy stuff is, you know, the big idea and the pretty website or, or whatever, but then you, you want to set yourself up to succeed as well and, and, and give yourself the best chance to succeed. And that's what some of those, I think, first steps that oftentimes we go to steps four and five before we do kind of the foundational work. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And that's what, you know, it's one of the reasons I started the course was because I've seen this so many times over the last 10 yeah. years working with, with women entrepreneurs. That we're sometimes our own worst enemy. The other thing I would say too is, you know, crawl before you walk before you run. So with Wise Her, the big idea is that not only are we going to provide access to experts, but I built a chat bot so you can just come in and ask quick questions. And then we have fast track videos so you can quickly learn what you, what you need in five minutes or less kind of thing. Awesome. And so when I was starting Wise Her, I thought to myself, oh my, I have to, I have to launch with everything. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then, and then I, I had like a three o'clock in the morning moment where I said, wait a second, what, what can I, what is the minimum that I can provide this, this group with that will help them instantly get what they need? And I can always add later. Yep. Right. So I ran a crowdfunding campaign. I'm very thrilled to say that, you know, we hit our goal. We actually went over our goal, but I did that intentionally just to say, okay, I'm going to finish this piece. So when we launch, it's really going to be the connection with the experts because that's what we know people can, you know, get really, really quickly. And then, then in September, we'll be able to layer on the other pieces of it as we, you know, we, as we get funds in, as we get user feedback, we want to know how the experience is. Do we need to tweak anything? Um, but I think a lot of women try to start with the whole, like I, perfect is the enemy of good, or I think that's the- Absolutely, the yeah, yeah. And so we don't, you know, we, we want to do everything at once. Yep. Yep, I Think agree. About, yeah, boil it down to what is really going to serve your customer at the end of the day. And you can always serve them more later. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is the minimum that you can provide that will, be, that will be in service to your audience and how you're helping them and then bring on additional things later on. What a great piece of advice. I think that is absolutely fantastic. So will you let us know when Wise Her, when it happens in September, let us know when it is ready for us to share how people can find their experts. Um, and thank, maybe, maybe you can have you back on the show to talk about it and walk us through it a little bit. We'd love that. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, that'd be great. That would yeah, be great. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. And look, listen, look, stop looking, listen, everybody. If you have a dream, if you have an idea, I think our lesson of the day is drill it down. Start somewhere, drill it down into doable, even if it's bite-sized chunks, and take a step forward every day. Get the training you need, the education you need, whatever it is you need to make your dream come true. Absolutely. <laughs> I believe in you and I believe in your business. You can do this. Let's go.